Support is provided by the Red Stag Supper Club, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week and brunch on weekends, focusing on locally farmed ingredients and featuring a Friday night fish fry. RedStagSupperClub.com. From Minnesota Public Radio, this is Grammar Grader. It's the podcast about words, grammar, and usage for the information age. This week's episode, Ellipsis Incorporated. Um, everyone would sit down and be quiet. We'll get started with our big promo screening. It's a new twist on an old franchise. I think you'll love it. It's called Dracula, Prince of Aerobics. Okay? Okay. Okay. Hey, quiet, please. I'd like to thank you all for coming. And remember, even though this screening is free, the studio would like for you to fill out a comment card before you leave so we can get audience reactions to help us market the movie, okay? And now I'm very pleased to present Dracula, Prince of Aerobics. Dracula, good to see you here so early. Tell me, what motivates you? I like to get some blood. Uh, 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 pumping. Blood pumping. Good, good. Now, everybody, I want you to take that same enthusiasm Dracula has and apply it to some lunges. Left side. One, two, count. Yes? Uh, No, 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 not you. Everyone, count with me. Right side. One, two. Uh, uh. Two wonderful lunges. Looking good, looking good. Okay, hold up, hold up. Dracula, you look pale. You should drink some water. I don't drink water. Today on Grammar Grader, we're looking at a popular and versatile punctuation mark, the ellipsis. It is also known as a suspension point or points of ellipsis. It looks like three dots in a row. And for our purposes, it sounds like this. In this podcast, Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Dictionary defines ellipsis as... The omission of one or more words that are obviously understood, but that must be supplied to make a construction grammatically complete. The punctuation mark or marks indicating such an omission or in dialogue, a pause in speech or thought. First, we'll deal with the more formal use of the ellipsis. In journalistic or academic writing, the ellipsis is the punctuation mark you use when you leave non-essential words, phrases, or sentences out of a quote for the purpose of clarifying or reducing the length of a piece of writing. Here's an example. Count Dracula, as a character, is a centuries-old vampire who claims to be a Hungarian descended from Attila the Hun, a famed aerobics enthusiast. Could be reduced to... Count Dracula is a centuries-old vampire who claims to be a Hungarian descendant from Attila the Hun. It's useful to employ ellipses, the plural form of ellipsis, when you need to reduce a quote to only the most relevant words. But, as it says in the AP Stylebook, be especially careful to avoid deletions that would distort the meaning. Count Dracula is a famed aerobics enthusiast. In most written text, the ellipsis can indicate the omission of entire words, fragments, phrases, or paragraphs, and still be represented by only the single punctuation mark. As such, it is essential that the writer not misrepresent the speaker's intent. 
The other, less formal, but more popular use of an ellipsis comes when writing dialogue. Here, it is often employed to impart a measured silence from a character or narrator. The Chicago Manual of Style says, Ellipsis points suggest faltering or fragmented speech accompanied by confusion, insecurity, distress, or uncertainty. In this sense, the ellipsis is used to highlight a character's or writer's thoughtfulness, incompleteness, or apprehension in a way that is more nuanced or ambiguous than a comma or dash. For example, I don't drink water. An ellipsis also works well to convey an unfinished thought or a sentence that trails off into silence. Now, where did I put that wooden stake? I swear it was around here somewhere. Ellipses are also a great way to represent only one side of a phone call in dialogue. Hello? Um, may I speak with the manager, please? Oh, okay, um, can you help me? Please send the blood mobile right away. Those are the primary reasons for using an ellipsis. But the rules for formatting an ellipsis can be tricky, too. Many style guides disagree on how to correctly format ellipses, whether to use three periods or full points in a row, or to put spaces between those dots. Some style guides even suggest you insert a special character. It's a good rule of thumb to know what style book your school or organization uses and write to the specifications stated within that manual. The Chicago Manual of Style, for example, suggests typing out three dots because... There is the potential for character mapping problems. The ellipsis could appear as some other character across software and browser platforms and added inconvenience. So it's best to type three spaced dots like this. By contrast, in the Elements of Typographic Style, author Robert Bringhurst says that a full space between each dot is much too wide and he suggests using dots right next to each other or a special character. Whatever the case on how to construct an ellipsis, most style guides are in agreement on the spacing around them. Always put a space before and after an ellipsis. And on how they work with punctuation. When the sentence calls for a period, or full stop, question mark, exclamation point, comma, or colon, the sequence is word, punctuation mark, Regular space, ellipsis. If you've omitted one or more paragraphs in a long quote, include an ellipsis at the end of the preceding paragraph. Okay, those are the basics on standard written usage. But I see ellipses a lot in emails, instant messages, and status updates. What about its informal usage? That's a good question. Ellipses are common characters in digital formats. In these contexts, ellipses usually indicate a stream-of-consciousness style of writing, or that there is more information coming shortly. As always, it's best to leave informal writing to informal contexts, and when it comes to formal writing, to pick one style of usage and be consistent throughout your writing. How did you thwart my plan? It's simple, really. I knew something was up when I overheard you describe your chronic high blood pleasure. Oh, I do enjoy the blood. It's true. Oh, oh, I can't believe it. Wait, wait, I need your comments. I was amazed at how contrived the dialogue was. All right, um, we'll write that as, I was amazed 
And you, sir? The only delightful thing about this film was when I got to leave. Aha! Delightful. This has been Grammar Grader from Minnesota Public Radio. Sources for this week's episode include Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Dictionary, 11th edition, the AP Stylebook, the Chicago Manual of Style, the Elements of Typographic Style by Robert Bringhurst, and The Power of Dots, using nonverbal compensators in chat reference by Jack Manis. Special thanks to the Grammatis Personae players, Julia Schrankler and Tom Weber. Our producer is Brett Baldwin, and he also wrote this episode and played the role of Dracula. Yes! Executive producer is John Pearson. I'm Luke Taylor. Thanks for listening. And if you like Grammar Grader, consider supporting it by becoming a member of Minnesota Public Radio at mpr.org slash grammar grader. Mix it all.